Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ready for the big revival. Everybody get in the van. Ready for a revival? Big revival, Rod. I, I, I think it's time, baby. Pass me a cup. We, Pass me the copperhead. We are back. Either I'm on vacation, you're out of town. And we are back, baby. We are back today. We yes, are we lo- are. I mean, we are loaded for bear. We are. Is I it, mean, there there's so much to talk about today. It, this, this day, it wrote itself. I mean, we just had to just, <laughs> all you have to do is just wake up and... Every sto- single issue just came flying at us. The stories just flowed. It did. They, they, it really they did. They were right in front of us. You know, I have to admit, welcome home. Thank welcome you. home Thank on your you. vacation. Yep. I miss you. you. Yep. Um, last week, it was a tough road to hoe when I'm by myself, but everything was just about the, the debt ceiling. Yep. And I, I mean, yep. it was hard to find uh, you know, different articles that weren't just about the same topic. And mm-hmm. then you get here. And everything's fine. It's just, you know, it's a, there's like a million now. Well, I had a very nice time down in the People's Republic of California. Oh. But, but they're kind of wacky down there. Uh, yeah, you think? I mean, I think you know so. the big story down there last week was the, what do they call them, the Sisters of Perpetual Misery or Influence or whatever. Uh, the, yep. At the Dodger game? At the Dodger game. Yeah. That was the big story. Well, you know what? That actually made it up here, too. That uh, Crenshaw, the... Yeah. Uh, Clayton. Clayton. Kershaw. 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 He's a, he spoke out against Cyan, it. Yeah, and here's his very controversial statement. Are you ready? I don't think you should uh, mock religion. Uh, oh, there you uh, go. That's uh, that's uh, hair-raising, isn't it? You can't get away with that. You can't allow that to happen. Uh, well, we are back together three hours. <laughs> and in the next three hours, we are determined to solve all the problems in Utah, solve all the problems in America, and if we have time, we'll do it around the world and the whole planet. And <laughs> we have we have that bandwidth, folks. We are that good. Yeah, we can go all over. Are we going galactical and solve some space problems as well? Are there uh, issues in I'm space telling we should you, be come discussing? Come to find out, my la- Friday last segment, Milky Way has thirty percent of their planets have water, which means we can either ship the Democrats there, the leftists, <laughs> or we can just get out of here, call it good, and go out there. There's thirty percent of them, which is, uh, turns out to be a big number, and set up our own planet. Yeah, galactic. Could yeah. you see? Could you see our planet? <laughs> you and I running a planet. Yeah, it would be awesome. Well, would, first yes, of all, there'd be, there, there, there'd be lakes of Red Bull. A hundred percent. I wouldn't even make the trip there without a, 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 a very large supply and of Red we'd Bull. we'd have lakes of Diet Coke yes. to, to feed my habit. That's right. Which I'm trying to kick on the soda diet, but, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll have I love how you have to qualify that. No, no, soda diet, but I don't really drink that anymore, folks. Cause, yeah. No, that I'm would be. I'm drinking water today. The I'll world according know. to Rod and Citizen Hughes, that would be a beautiful place. That would be place. fantastic. I mean, we should start taking reservations yeah. now. We should start. We can, we can start building the ship. Yeah, we'll build the ship right yep. now. All right. We've got a lot to get today. Uh, big news for CNN today. 
I mean, is, <laughs> you're giggling. Is, is that, is that, is that oh. place in turmoil or what? Oh, so I saw a dumpster fire, Rod, on the way in. Um, <laughs> it looks actually a lot better than CNN right now. It's a lot of flames coming out, but I think they got it under control. Much better dumpster fire than whatever yeah. that CNN yeah. was or is. Yeah, I, I love the comment. And can I call this up? Yeah, let me call this up because I love this comment. Chris Licht, who was selected to kind of get CNN back on its feet, right? Yeah. And, and he tried and he failed miserably. But apparently, uh, a CNN source today is telling Axios this was his message to the top talent. They're the network. And it was the top talent who really sank him. They, yep. they didn't like this guy, right? No. They, they don't want to be He wasn't partial. leftist they, they, enough. Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't so... Enough. He let Donald Trump on the airwaves How there. How dare they? It's over from then on. I, I love this message. He said, I hope the people at CNN get the leader they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's now, a little bit of a yeah, you can jab read, You there. can read that many, many ways, but I think that's a little bit of a jab, don't you? Uh, I would uh, say yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah, say yes. Yeah. You know, look, he it was doomed to fail. We all... You know, this idea that there's going to be some fair, unbalanced, or unbiased uh, network out there, uh, you know, CNN was never coming back from that. You can't put yeah, Trump on can't. there and think you're going to just get Republicans to trust CNN. They're not. And then all of your leftists that w- are the only ones left watching CNN, they were so appalled. So you can't you can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, when are they going to learn in any of these networks? You can't control the Donald. No, you, you can't. can't. I mean, he's going. He he is larger than life. He's going to take over the stage. So you can't control the Donald, right? You cannot. What I found interesting is how did they allow the audience in that to be mostly pro-Trump supported? I think all of them were. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have a good mix, I understand that. But how did the pro-Trump did he force that on CNN? Said I only want my supporters in the audience. I mean, how did that happen? You know, I always assumed, but I I don't I don't think I read this, but I just assumed these were primary voters or or people. And I do think that that Donald Trump enjoys a large swath of Republican primary voters support in mm-hmm. an upcoming presidential election. So if you were looking by way of polls, those that identify as Republican uh, and plan to vote in the in the presidential primary. Maybe that's what yeah, they did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're all talking about that. We're all talking about would anybody trust a, you know, Chris Lick tried to take CNN to the middle. Which I didn't even think it was all that middle when he was yeah, doing yeah, it. But yeah. yeah. You know, but, you know, do you care now if there is a middle news source for you to go to? You know, I, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. I, I think that the, the reason I don't care, Rod, is I don't think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right I, I, on. Ding, just, ding, ding. I think this. I think CNN just just proved the point. Yeah. You can't get the toothpaste back in that tube. Yeah. You have too many leftist journalists out there that cannot even fathom the idea that they're going to, you know, call balls and strikes. Look, you can say people can say all day long that Fox News, although they fired Tucker, so how conservative yeah, are yeah, they? Yeah, true. Uh, Fox News, Newsmax. Um, you can say any of them. Okay, well they're right of center. We don't have anything that's doing it both sides. We really didn't. Anyway, but at least back then, they I think there were some people that earnestly tried. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. Yeah. You can't bring it not back. We're all talk, we're, we'll talk about that. We have found another Democrat who's willing to come on this show. I know. This is <laughs> The number's growing. Wow. wow. They ne- we never get them twice, but we can always get them the first well, time. Well, that's because no. we just torched the heck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> they never want to come back on. Yeah. Uh, State Representative Angela Romero will join us at 5 o'clock. Friend and I, former I, colleague. I really want to find out why Democrats are still supporting Joe Biden. Uh, it will be the guy a is very falling question. all over his plate. I know. He I can't know. remember which day is which. 
I, he, he doesn't know where to stand on st- on a stage. He, well, he know if he knows where to stand, can he stay on his feet <laughs> to stand there? <laughs> Apparently, it was no. a sandbag. He tripped over it. Give this the guy mystery a break. sandbag. Has anyone ever seen the sandbag? It's like it's like Bigfoot. <laughs> this sandbag. I, I've never seen it. I've I never think, seen. It. I think I thought I saw a picture the other day of this where Joe was exposing his fruit of the looms. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I, even surprised. Yeah, I, I think there was an angle that somebody got where Joe was you yeah. know, exposing it. Well, so it would be when he likes, like Sonny Liston out for the count when he <laughs> fell. I mean, this guy wasn't like just stumbled. No, he was, he, he was done. done. He was Face done. plant. So we're going to talk about that. We got a lot to get to today, and we invite you to be a part of the program. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, Hey, Rod, it is Wingman Wednesday, and we've got a lot to get to. But I want to touch on this. Maybe we'll get into this a little bit more. You made a very interesting point when we had our show meeting today mm-hmm. as to what's going on with Pride Month. There was a school board meeting in Glendale, California yesterday. Yes. Right? And the topic was the school board was apparently going to vote on recognizing Pride Month and even introducing some pride instruction into the classroom. Well, there were parents who got wind of this, and they said, uh-uh, and they started protesting. Yeah. Well, then the pro-pride cloud crowd showed up, and I want you to listen to what happened because it got ugly, and it got ugly real fast. As the melee continues, we are not here to fight. Uh, what is your definition of fight, sir? Apparently, they are. I mean, uh, there, there, there were, uh, there, there were, there were uh, punches thrown at this one. There were sucker punches coming out of nowhere at this one. You made a very good point, and I do want to get into this a little bit later on. You can hear the sirens, police responding yep. to this. But the reason why. Those of us on the right who are so upset about what we see taking place in this country today, and you made a very good point this morning in our pre-show meeting today about what is going on. Yeah, so... You know, we've had Pride Month for a long time. I don't see any of yeah, this becoming yeah. dramatic or, or you know, people protesting or being upset about it. It is the moment that they went after the kids. It's the moment that all of this somehow was justified in trying to sexualize or bring sexual content uh, to our children. And I'm going to tell you, Rod, I do not believe this is a Republican, Democrat. What you saw in Glendale, California, that is not Texas. That's not Florida. That is not some conservative bastion. But they are parents, and they do have kids. And I'm going to tell you, if they keep going after these children, if they keep putting content that you can't say over the air of this radio program, or you can't say it in a public meeting, but you're going to put it in front of a kindergartner or an elementary school child, these parents aren't going to stop. They're going to fight for these kids as they should. And this has nothing to do with Pride Month as far as I'm concerned. They use Pride Month as this conduit to try and get inside these schools with these kids. And I'm sorry. You're going to see this more. You're going to see what happened with these parents. These are not Republicans that are upset. These are parents that are upset. They have pushed the envelope, and I think the envelope, which is the parents, have finally said – we're done. Hey, look, you, and I've got stories about what uh, uh, on other events where they are trying to sexualize the children. It is amazing what's going it's on. Sickening. And they're going, oh, we're, no, no, it's all about peace and love. Uh, no. And as soon as you do, as soon as you get upset about what they're doing to the kids, they say, well, you're a bigot. You hate yeah, the yeah, Pride yeah. Day. Well, you're seven, a Christian. How I just saw you? a poll. Seven out of ten people are are resigned to the fact that gay marriage exists. They're not trying to overturn it. They're not. You're just. It, it is what it is. That's seven out of ten. Same seven out of ten Americans. Do not want you talking to their kids yeah, about this because yeah, yeah. they're children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
this is not about Pride Month. This is about kids and, and child safety. That's what's really going on. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about the dumpster fire, otherwise known as CNN. <laughs> Coming up right here. I love it. <laughs> on Wingman Wednesday with Rod Arquette and Citizen Hughes. On Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. This song comes from a time when CNN was actually reputable. Yeah. And it comes from a time when the Eagles were actually pretty darn good. Yeah. Maybe not anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, so, you know... All right, welcome back to uh, Wingman Wednesday with Rod Arquette and... Citizen Greg Hughes. All right, one of the big stories of the day, of course, is the turmoil, the dumpster fire, as you described it, <laughs> uh, called CNN today because Chris Licht... Hired, what, about 18 months ago, maybe even less than that, to try and do something about CNN. I mean, let's be honest, their ratings were in the toilet. Yes. And they've gotten even deeper into the toilet as of now. Yeah. And, and there was, <laughs> you're laughing over it. It's so and there, there, there was this article coming out uh, in the Atlantic, and I read a portion of it today, which was, I mean, just just frying this guy. Yeah. And, um, and very upset. And you just kind of saw this coming, didn't you? You wondered how much longer he could last there. And it was the top talent who were so upset with him because he was trying to change things. And if you've ever been a change agent, it is not easy to do. And that's what he was trying and, to and do. And they the wouldn't go along yeah, with Who was the Humpty Dumpty guy they fired? Um, oh, uh, Jeff Zucker. Yeah. Oh, that, no. uh, Stel- uh, Steltler. Yeah, Stel- Stel- yeah, Brian, whatever his name. Yeah, Steltler. Stelter, Humpty, Humpty, I just think Humpty, Humpty Dumpty. That's all I can think of. And then Don Lemon, they booted him because yep, of the things yep. he said. So he was trying. He was a bit. The town hall meeting with Trump did him in. Well, you know what? If you only have like eight listeners and yeah, they're all yeah, leftists yeah. or viewers and they hate Trump, then you got zero after yeah, that. Yeah, thing. So yeah. Well, joining us on our Any Hour Newsmaker line right now is Ethan Bauer. Ethan is a reporter at the Deseret News in depth. He wrote an article about all of this and he's joining us on our Any Hour Newsmaker line. Ethan, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday with Rod Arquette and Greg Hughes. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm good, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Did you see this coming today? What happened today, Ethan? Uh, certainly that was sort of the, uh, we were preparing for that possibility, <laughs> let's say. Uh, that's actually one reason we wanted to publish the story as soon as possible, because we knew that this could happen <laughs> at any time. And so we published it last night, and I had a bunch of emails sent to sort of promote it this morning. And then I woke up and, and saw that he had already gotten fired. So it's been an interesting day trying to update it. <laughs> so you had the shelf life of your story lasted 20 minutes, and then you had to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. no, nah, he didn't make it yeah. as long as the story was up on, yeah, yeah. on the Literally, air. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, uh, there's, you, you, you really lay this out well um, and, and kind of the term, internal turmoil, all the things that were going on. I, I was amazed at some of the – you know, there used to be a time when CNN had crossfire, and you could have a Pat Buchanan and a Michael Kinsley, and they could have different opinions. And there wasn't one wasn't just telling the truth, and the other one was just telling lies. I mean, you really had differences of opinion that were accepted that way. 
You describe a scenario where, as, as Lick tried to bring other perspectives or people that would defend Donald Trump, that there was this real perception that you're here to, to speak lies and you're here to, to fight against the truth. I mean, is that where is that where media is today? Is that the is that the we're, we're true and everything that we don't say is is a lie? Hmm, that's an interesting. I know question. it's a packed question. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I, it's a long no. one too. No, you're fine. I'm just trying to think of the best way to answer that. I mean, I don't know that there was a ton of pushback against having, like, one thing that Licht really wanted to do, for example, was to bring more Republicans in Congress back to CNN. And he sort of argued, I think, rightly, that a lot of them for a long time under the previous regime had sort of shunned their airwaves, thinking that, um, you know, that they wouldn't get fair questions, that they were going to get on CNN and just basically be attacked by their personalities. And he really... For the record, both Democrats and Republicans, he sort of did this tour in D.C. where he really tried to convince them that, you know, that it was worthwhile for them to come on CNN. Uh, and I don't think he got a ton of pushback on that, from what I understand. Uh, I mean, what really did him in, as you guys were saying, was was the pushback to the Trump town hall. That's really uh, when thing, tempers started to flare, let's say. Yeah. Ethan, uh, take us back even further. Uh, what happened when Donald Trump came down the golden escalator back in June of 2015? Things changed for CNN, did they not? Absolutely. Uh, at the time, Jeff Zucker, who you guys mentioned in your introduction there, he was still fairly new at CNN. I mean, he had been there for a few years since 2013, and he had really tried to bring uh, sort of a more non-news-centric brand of programming to CNN. He had really invested in, like, Anthony Bourdain's travel show, um, a sports show hosted by Rachel Nichols. And then when Trump came down the escalator, not just at CNN, but really in the entire media world, especially any organization that does any kind of political reporting, the whole landscape kind of shifted. And Trump, as I talked about in the piece, is just so, so good at courting <laughs> attention. And so... That just changed the paradigm at CNN, and Zucker really, really leaned into that. And really, in doing so, um, you know, certainly, like I wrote, a lot of employees didn't really like his approach to doing that. But you can't argue with the financial results, at least. I mean, CNN had never been more profitable than it was um, under that approach from Zucker. And once Trump was out of office, and, you know, Zucker was still the president when that happened, uh, he couldn't sort of take that approach anymore profits started to fall and ultimately uh at least in a lot of ways that led to him getting forced yeah, out of the company yeah, yeah. and the audience started falling as well yeah so, uh, so i and and so you saw i mean you're doing this story you know that there that that uh, his time is limited there at cnn where do they go from here is it just are they just ready to say look we have a left of center audience we really don't want to get into anything beyond that or, or what happens next with cnn that's, do you see? That's a great question, and I don't really have any original reporting on that front, but certainly that's been the question everyone's been asking today, and I've been trying to just follow the situation and read as much as I can. And the sort of prevailing theory is that actually a lot of people think they're going to double down on what they've been doing. A lot of people think that Chris Licht was basically just trying to execute the vision of his higher-ups at CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, who more that those people, the higher-ups, were the ones who wanted him to sort of take CNN down this more middle-of-the-road path, more opposed to what Jeff Zucker had done. And so those people are still in charge, even though Licht is gone. So the thinking 
right now is that, you know, they'll try to bring somebody in who will continue to try to execute that vision. Now, the problem is, you know, is there really an audience for that? Is CNN going to be profitable by doing that? And, and that's sort of the big question moving forward. Yeah. And will the CNN staff go along with that idea? Because they're the ones who fought against what try- Chris Lick was trying to do. Isn't that true, Ethan? Yes, it is. And on that note, I mean, some of the the pushback against Licht was really, some of it at least, was not so much ideological as personal, because for all, you know, again, a lot of them didn't necessarily like how Jeff Zucker covered the Trump era. But a lot of them felt that he was very, at least personable, and very invested in the employees across really every department in the company. Everyone felt like he was very approachable. He had a lot of loyalty, whereas by and large, pretty much every person I talked to who works there now or had worked there felt like Chris Licht was the opposite. He was just very uh, alienating, very um, hard to warm up to. And so, you know, the next person, I think, whatever ideological persuasion or direction they try to move CNN in, I'm sure one thing that they'll be looking for is somebody who's better at just, you know, building loyalty among the staff. Ethan, great job. Great reporting on that. Enjoyed your story. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, Ethan Bauer. He's with the Deseret News Magazine. He did a terrific article told, called Journey to the uh, Center of the News, talking about CNN. The question I have, Greg, and I want to take some calls on this. Yeah. Do you care if CNN evolves back to where it used to be? Or do you just say, we don't care, we don't watch it anymore? You know. And is there a possibility that you can find or create a right-down-the-middle news source in this country today? And I don't think you can, and I don't think people care. No, and, and, and the word, do you care, and do you think it's even possible? I, I Look, I've never found CNN to be a down-the-middle uh, news organization. Even back in the day, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I didn't find that to be the case, but... You know, they were tra- at least everybody was at least trying to put on a facade of objectivity. The objectivity is the gone. They, yeah. You can't even with a straight face say that anymore. They uh-huh. they have exclusive uh, uh, ownership to truth. Truth is what they say it is, and it can be nothing else. And I I don't know that that culture actually can. To your, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear our listeners. They're they're we have, we get the best uh, input on things like this. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll get to your calls on this. Question is, do you care if CNN continues to evolve toward the middle, if in fact they were headed that way to begin with? And do you really care? I mean, do we need a middle of the road, right down the middle, nothing but the facts kind of news network out there? 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, your calls and comments coming up on Wingman Wednesday. All right, welcome back to uh, Wingman Wednesday here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, are you a Doobie Brothers fan? I am. I sure am. Are, are you? Oh, yeah. I love the See, Doobie I thought Brothers. they'd be too old for you. Oh, man. I like it. <laughs> Mike, and Michael McDonald, the lead singer, minute by minute. Well, sometime during the show today, we've got two tickets to give away to see the Doobies in concert. Their 50th anniversary tour is coming. Now, don't light up. No, I'm not was, giving you Yes, I'm, give me the number. I'm yeah, calling it now. Anyway, the, I'll disguise my voice. You will never know it's me. They're coming to the Maverick Center on Sunday night. Oh, Good just concert. this Sunday? This Sunday. So what do you got to do to win? You got to listen to the Rod Arquette Show. Okay. Wingman Wednesday. I'm So far, so you, good. I'm here. You, and when you hear the bumper music, 
and it's going to be a Doobie Brothers song uh-huh. that if you're a fan, you would recognize. Yes. And if you're right call- the, the right color, and we'll tell you what number. You have to know the name of the song? No. Oh, you just have to... Well, in your case, we may make you do <laughs> I just need to know the rules. Don't you know you at iHeart you don't, don't get anything Don't change the rules anymore? after the game has started, okay? Yeah, That's yeah, the rules. Yeah. And, and nothing you said disqualified me from this contest. Well, you, you're an employee now <laughs> of the company, so it you, is true. You, you can't Shh. win. All right. Well. Um, uh, welcome back. We were talking about uh, finding or do you care if there is a middle-of-the-road news source out there. CNN was trying to move in that direction. I don't think they made much progress. Yeah. And as a result of that effort, of course, everybody got upset and Chris Licht is out today. Now, before we go to the calls, we want to get your reaction to this. 888-5708010. You took a look at the fold, above the fold in yep. both the New York Times and Washington Post today. What yes. kind of stories are they talking about? Well, let's go to the Washington Post, the, the, the swamp yeah, itself, yeah. okay? <laughs> First, uh, the, the, live, eastern uh, U.S. air quality reaches harmful levels because of the fires from yeah, Canada, yeah, okay? Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, prosecutors in Trump documents case would like, would bring bulk of any charges to Florida, okay? Nobody cares. Uh, House and stalemate after hard right Republicans defy McCarthy uh, and block legislation. This is top of the fold stuff, folks. This yeah, is not yeah. in some subsection, okay? Oh, then Lionel Messi, the soccer's biggest star, plans to sign with the MLS uh, club. So that's in the uh, Washington Post. Miami. That's yeah. Washington. So there, uh, okay. So there's yeah, some hard hitting news. Every, I, I'm sure that everybody relates to that. Let's go to New York Times. New York air quality. So they're it talking should, about yeah, the air quality too. Get that. Okay. Next one. Chris Licht out at CNN. Uh, network at a crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we have disaster upon disaster. Flood deepens misery in Ukraine. War zone. Okay, so we're talking about that. Rescue efforts plucked uh, people from rooftops. Turkey president called for international investigation. And Mike Pence delivers strong rebuke to camp to Trump and campaign announcement. Okay. So I've just that's that, five stories. or six yep. Yep. from top of the fold, New York Times, uh, Washington Post. Anyone care? <laughs> Anyone care? And did do any of the uh, news stories I just told you, do they touch your life? It, it, is it any, does it have anything to do with no. the life you're living today no. and the issues you're confronting yeah. and the concerns you have and hoping that somebody out there is paying attention? Did the New York Times or Washington Post touch on any of it? No. My answer is not even no. close. No. All right, let's go to the phone see what you have to say about finding a middle-of-the-road news source, if they're, if that's even possible. James is in Saratoga Springs tonight here on Wingman Wednesday. Hi, James. How are you? Hello. It is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Doing all right. Good. Welcome. Thank you. Go ahead, James. All right. Um, I don't think... I mean, it's nice to see the idea that it sounds uh, to have, you know, someone who is unbiased. I don't think it's possible. I don't think anybody's anybody's unbiased. And even if they are, the political stage and everything is just so polarized that you're not going to find it, especially not out of someplace like CNN. I mean, 
Rod, you're a little bit biased, and I think you do better than them, for sure. I totally agree with you. He is so biased. I, it drives me crazy. You're right. He is such a biased radio yeah, host. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Consider you're the so source right. on that one. Consider the source of that one, That one, James. Yeah. James, you're so smart. I, caught, I spotted that, too, by the way. <laughs> No, I, I think James is right. Look, we all have biases, man. Anyone that says I'm a robot, I have no opinion, I have no thought. The difference is back in the day, the, the media at least attempted right, objectivity. Right. Yeah, they like right. they wanted you to know or yeah. they wanted you to think they were being more objective than not. They'll just tell you today yeah, what okay. we say is the truth and anything that contradicts us or yeah. is different than us, you're, you're just yeah. a liar. Or and does that, does that happen both locally and nationally? Do you get the same sense with local reporters? Uh, not as badly on television. Certainly in the in the print news, I see it. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that. I, evening news, Especially I don't I don't sense certain, it. Well, a couple of news outlets in this town anymore. Yes, one very surprising in my opinion. Uh, disappointing. Yeah, in my disappointing. opinion. Yeah. So, all right, more of your calls coming up. Wingman Wednesday, eight eight eight. 5708010 or on your cell phone dial pound 250 and say hey Rod All right, welcome back to uh, Wingman Wednesday here on Utah's Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. Can't believe it, but we have found another Democrat who is willing to come on this show. Yes, a very brave uh, for friend and former colleague, <laughs> Minority Leader Angela Romero, will yeah. be joining us yeah. at the top of the hour. Yeah. Yeah. You want to watch? You want to listen to that? We got some. Well, I'm. Mean, you know, we have some well, good questions. Why are Democrats so afraid to speak out and say we're concerned about Joe Biden's age? You think out of just just out of just I don't know Christian love, you wouldn't let the poor man keep just yeah. stumbling around yeah. everywhere. I mean, you, you got to look at his wife Jill and, and his family and think they are some cruel people. Yeah. To just tr yeah. trot him yeah. out there the way he's... Wa yeah. I mean, it's just... It's a disgrace. Is it senior abuse? It, I think it is. I he's He is in a constant state of bewilderment. I mean, he can... You know, he can he can rattle off a few sentences and you're like, oh, okay. He knows what's going on. And yeah. then, boom, it's just... Uh, actually, no. He's not. I don't know what he yeah. just said. Yeah. Just well, kinda... we're going to talk with Angela about that and a little bit more. <laughs> and I, I also want to talk... You and I talked about this. There was an article over the weekend... In uh, Wall Street Journal, Peggy Noonan, who yes. used to be a speechwriter for Ronald yep. Reagan, yep. very well respected, yep. uh, writes a weekly column. And she wrote a column this past Friday. And a lot of people are picking up on it. And she says, look, if Donald Trump and this, her, this her, you know, she based it off of uh, of uh, Chris, what's his name, running for uh, running for the president. The, you know, what's his name? I'm trying, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. Thank yeah. you. See, I'm having a Biden moment. <laughs> um, no, no, you just want to. You just, it's just good instinct to forget that guy's name. <laughs> but she wrote this article saying if if the Republicans elect Donald Trump to be the nominee, it will destroy the Republican Party. Yeah. Now, there are a couple articles who say that's good. That's right. It is time you to shake believe, it up. It's a uniparty so, so, out there. Right so, now. so we're going to get into that. See if you agree, and if if the Republican Party actually does need a major change sooner or later, Greg. My opinion. Yeah. The Republican Party's got to decide what it wants to be, and I that 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 battle's got to be settled sooner or later. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I I think that we we say it's a populist wing of the party. It's you know to me though, Ronald Reagan spoke to every American. It, it wasn't yeah, a Republican. Yeah. It wasn't there, there weren't demographics he was trying to reach. He was talking to America, and he was American. And I think that 
when we talk about populists, uh, we're really talking about issues that impact everyday Americans. And and I don't think that the Republican Party, I think they've shifted away from that. I think they have, I, I, I'm tired of the, the military industrial complex. I think neocons are running the world in, in terms of that. I'm tired of the of the issues that, that the establishment Republican Party thinks are the issues that are relevant to us because they are not. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing about Peggy Noonan is this for me. She wrote a book. Her whole claim to fame is she worked for Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't find anything in her writing right now that resembles someone that uh, worked for Ronald Reagan. But she had a book that she wrote called "What I Saw at the Revolution," and I was a young college kid. I was excited to read that book. I got about halfway through and put it down. It is her writing style is verbose and it's arrogant and it's you know it's yeah. just so. And I could I couldn't get through that book, and I love the title. What I saw yeah. at the Revolution, I thought this is going to be, and had a picture of Ronald Reagan in the in the Oval Office. The book was terrible. It was a terrible. Really? I didn't, I didn't really? like it. Wow. I couldn't stand. Wow. I couldn't stand her writing style or how she was framing everything. It yeah. was just blah. Well, it, here's the issue that I have with the Republican Party, the Democrats, and here's why: they're in lockstep. No one dares step out of bounds if you're in the Democratic Party. Yeah, the only one who's doing it right now is RFK Jr. I and I love and, him, you yeah. know. But they're all in lockstep with what they're trying to do. Why can't the Republicans get there? And and the sad that, part that, about that, that's what bothers Rod, me. The sad part about that is we have all of America that doesn't subscribe to the to what they're all in lockstep doing. They yeah. have they have, are yeah. truly walking off the cliff. This is this is low hanging fruit for the Republican Party to to embrace Americans. And they won't take it. They won't do it. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Jeremy is in Brigham City tonight here on Wingman Wednesday. Jeremy, how are you? Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm doing good. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate all you do. Thanks for the news. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Your thoughts on a uh, CNN? Well, everybody knows CNN's biased. I just wanted to bring awareness to the citizens of Utah that CNN is um, shown in the school districts. Um, They all the youth watch CNN ten. They say they're not biased, but they certainly are. I've talked to my children about it. They bring home bias stories every day. And it, and is it is it the news source that is given directly to schools? I think I recall this. It's designed yeah. specifically for schools, is it not, Jeremy? Um, they say they say that, but when you really talk to your kids about it, they'll tell you the truth. It's pretty biased. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, they, they have sold you, to Jeremy. public schools. Thank you for the call and the heads up. The, the, people should know they have sold to public education that they have this, you know, we're going to inform young people of the current events and everything. Yeah. And it's just loaded with agenda. Is it this really still on is. at the airports? They have they have some. I don't. It's not what the I, kids are watching, but yeah, they got. I mean, something isn't on it, isn't it at the airports or you know? They, yeah, they do the headline news or something like yeah, that. That's horrible. If if we didn't hate the airport enough, if I didn't have to walk far enough, I got to watch CNN the whole oh, time. Oh, quit your complaining. They're building. They're. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Five new you're, gates. For you're never out getting loud. me to be a fan of that airport right now. I I think that thing is a torture chamber. I, I Why you have to walk? It. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a pioneer state, but really? You mean, like, really? We got to have a trek do to they, get to the gate? Do they give you handcuffs? Oh, my, they need to. I mean, if you have little children, you're doomed trying to get to that other side. You just have to have patience. There was supposed to be a tram. Yeah, I saw it, the brochure it, it, it just when have, I was a lawmaker. There was a tram. No, they just make you huff it across <laughs> the way. All you need is a little bit of patience. <laughs> They've no. opened five yeah. gates out there, you know. <laughs> you need uh, patience on, yeah. and yeah. the ability to burn about 5,000 calories hustling across underneath the tarmac of that, under that tunnel well, the whole time. Well, look at you, you could burn off a few. 
Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm not on your soda weight loss, Rod the Bod. Sorry. All right. Hour number two of uh, Wingman Wednesday coming up. A Democrat. Very nice Democrat. Yes. I, I, I like him. State Which Representative nice. and Senate Minority Leader Angela Romero will join us after this break. After that. Coming up. Stay with us on Wingman Wednesday. I don't know about you. This music charges me up. Absolutely. Because you know what? Pete Maverick. Pete Maverick Mitchell. He was saving Utah. He was saving America. He's saving the world. Is that kinda, what we're doing? That's what we do. That's why, uh, you, that's, why, that. yeah. that's why you feel that connection. Yeah. 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 I, I hear this. I, I want to go fly a jet. I know. I want to ride in one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd ride in one. You yeah. wouldn't want me to fly one. I don't want to fly it. You just want to ride. I've never would you had take a ride in one of these things? Yeah, I would. Like an F-35? Get this. I was, when I was the lawmaker. Given, I'm surprised you weren't given a chance to so do so. I was, but then we were in like the, some sequestration where they wouldn't fly us because they were saving money. So I got ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Wah. I know. I, I, just I would, my luck. I, I would do it in a second. Yeah, most of my colleagues that have done it said they've just yacked. Did they, they, did, did they pass out? No, they just throw up. Did they? Yeah, they just throw up. It's <laughs> like almost would. an automatic. I, I probably would Those too. G's going on, they just, they're, not, they're not ready for yeah, that. They are ready for it. Nope. All right, welcome back. Hour number two of Wingman Oh, Wednesday. we got plenty of G's in here, and we're, we're, oh, we're handling them all. Here. We're handling them all, folks. Or S forces. Yes, we got, we've got all <laughs> no, of them. I, I don't lips. think I need to explain what S means nope. when we it got, comes to S forces. We got all these Democrats are just aiming at us, and we just, we, we can take them all, including now, our nice. guest. You'd be nice because our guest is a very nice person. She is. She's a you, friend you, of mine. You know her well. She wouldn't want to admit that in mixed company, by the way. Really? She wouldn't, admit, friends. she wouldn't oh. admit you're a friend? It would destroy her street cred amongst her leftist <laughs> amongst, friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking with uh, State Representative Angela Mira, Ramiro. She's joining us on our Any Hour Newsmaker line. And we occasionally get Democrats on this show. We've, ha- we've had a few. Yeah. We have, Angela. Uh, well, I... I Thank you for inviting me, and I, I always like to um, have some <laughs> honest conversations with the former Speaker of the House. Yes, I, that's a nice way to put it, did, honest <laughs> conversations. Angela, did you get along with him was it when he was Speaker? Because I go up there now, occasionally up at the State Capitol with him, and they are still all genuflecting. No, they do not. They are actually just nice. They just say hi. <laughs> Don't exaggerate, Rod. She'll think it's true. You know, um there were times I didn't agree with um, Speaker Hughes, but there were times when I had some um, run-ins with some of his members on his side of the aisle, and he took my side, and um, he, he was always fair. He may not agreed with me, but he was always fair, and so that's one thing I've always appreciated about Greg. And we also like to debate, so we've always <laughs> had fun that way, too. It's true. Well, true. well, Angela, we appreciate you coming on the show. We have tra- occasionally try to get a Democrat and get their perspective on the issue. The issue we wanted to talk about today is Joe Biden's age, the fall at the Air Force Academy. And what, you know, my opinion, my thoughts are the Democrats still seem to be behind this man, even though there are concerns about his age and his mental health and his physical health. Angela, what's your take on this? I mean, should we be concerned? I don't think we should be concerned because I, I think when you look at President Biden, his, his health is, I mean, he's healthier than majority, a lot of other people. But I also think we forget about 
his stability and his strong leadership and his experience and wisdom in the Congress before he became vice president and then president. And also his um, bipartisan, he works bipartisan. He works across the line and he's able to get things done. Uh, we're speaking with Representative Angela Romero. She's a minority leader in the state house of representatives. Uh, Representative Romero, we're speaking about Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew the topic. You say uh, bipartisan. I, I, uh, are, are we talking about the same person? Representative? Yeah. Yes, we are talking about the same person. We're talking about the president of the United States. Okay. Of okay. I just want to get clear because I thought when you said that, I wasn't tracking the description. Um, let me ask you this: When you see the fall uh, on the stage and things, you know, you, people will make a lot of that. But you saw some—I would say—Trump uh, not fall, but people worry about how he was walking down a down a ramp or whatever. Uh, when you see him stumble like that, is that a is that a is there a neurological issue there, or was there just a misplaced sandbag? I mean, what does what's what what are the Democrats saying with I, each other about I that? Me as an individual, as Angela Romero, um, I think he stumbled on a sandbag. I'm the biggest clutch, and I fall all the time too. And so, um, none of us are perfect. We have to also remember, you know, people talk about the competency of Joe Biden. Joe Biden overcame a, a stutter, so sometimes, you know, when he's thinking, people think. Oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just processing his thoughts and how he's going to put it out there. But when you look at Joe Biden and his track record, um, Americans want stability. He's always been there for the United States of America. They want strong leadership. He has shown that in the Congress and as vice president and now as president. So, so for me, that experience and that wisdom and what he brings to the table is more important than people talking about someone stumbling on the stairs or somebody, you know, people trip all the time. Like when you're surrounded by lights and you're I don't. surrounded by a bunch of people. <laughs> I don't trip. Don't see I never trip ever. You never saw me trip once, Angela, representative. Hey, what about RFK Jr.? What about RFK Jr.? Any buzz within amongst the Democrats on RFK, Robert uh, Kennedy Jr.? No, 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 he's not getting any traction. No, people want to stick with the president. Yeah. Oh, well, like- uh, let me th- let me ask you this, Angela. His ratings are low. Okay, uh, and I'm talking Joe mm-hmm. Biden. He's in the mid 30s, maybe upper 30s, maybe low 40s mm-hmm. right now. But the polls show there are a lot of Democrats who wish he wouldn't run for a second term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you? Uh, I mean, do you do you agree with those polls? Do you say no? That's not the case. There are a lot of Democrats who are still behind Joe Biden and would love to see him go after a second term. I, I think if you ask people if um, our Greg Speaker's favorite person, Donald Trump, runs against <laughs> Joe Biden, yes. I think you will see people line up behind Joe Biden. I, I think people are tired of what's going on in the Congress right now. And I think they want the president of the United States to focus on the American people and take care of the American people. And again, Joe Biden can walk, work across party lines and we can talk about age, but we also have to talk about experience. And so for me, um, people, I don't know who else would lead out. And I'm telling you this as someone who was a Bernie Sanders supporter, who Joe Biden was my last pick on the ticket. I, the I can, ticket. I remember that. I yeah. actually remember that. That yeah. Angela was very strong with Bernie, with, with Bernie and Sanders. I'm, and I'm a, Ber- I'm a Bernie kind Bur- of, I was going to say, Bernie bro, but I can't say Bernie broad because then that would be insensitive. I can't call you a Bernie broad. Maybe a Bernie bro. Call me, well, whatever. You can say whatever. But I mean, those are kind of like when um, when I fall left of um, center, as we know this, and I'm, I'm, yes. when it comes to me as an individual, I'm, you know, 
on the very far left, but as minority leader, I know I have to work with other people. And I, that's where Joe Biden comes from. He, he tries to find the middle ground. And that's what the president of the United States is supposed to do. They're supposed to lead the country and work with the Congress to make sure they're protecting the interests of the United States of America and also supporting the citizens of the United States of America. So for me, Joe Biden has, has done a lot within, and I had low expectations of him myself. So for me, I've been really impressed with what he's been able to do and what his administration's been able to do as well. And I just don't really see any other Democrat offering offering that on um, behalf of our party. Representative, would you like to have seen him challenged uh, for the 2024 nomination? And what are, you, what are your thoughts on Kamala Harris? I am, I personally really admire Kamala, so a lot of people might have a, a different opinion than I do. I still think there's a lot of biases out there, and people don't even realize that they have those biases. And so um, for, for me, um, I've met with the vice president five times in the last two years, and um, I'm going to D.C. this um, Wednesday to talk about abortion access. So I'll be again at the White House. And so as, as a lawmaker, as a policymaker, um, I've had access as a policymaker here in Utah to this White House than I can think of any other Democrat having access um, to the White House. And so for me, this administration, whether it's the vice president or whether it's the president, always want to include us, even though we're the super minority. Um, they want us to be there to be part of those discussions. And so I, I haven't seen that with any other administration as long as I've served with other leaders as well. Uh, Representative, were we not at the White House together? Um, and when they yes, went to take I a group picture, you hid? Isn't it, no, didn't that, that happen? That was, that, was that was Representative Hollis. Oh, okay. <laughs> Way to sell out your calling. I love it. No, we, but we did. We, 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 the President Trump did invite everyone to come. Yeah, so we, yeah. you might not five visits with the Vice President like you just mentioned, but we did. We were at the White House together. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. Representative. Yeah, and, and this is, go yeah, ahead. And as a, as a, rep- as a representative, when a president invites me to the White House, I am going to go whether I agree with that person or yes. not because it's my duty. And so Representative Holland and I were the only Democrats that joined you on that trip, but we yep. were there. And um, so for me, um, regardless who wins the president, who becomes the president of the United States, you know, I hope Joe Biden wins the second term. I just have no faith uh, on the with the other side. Greg, I, I, your people scare me. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want to be part of I, the United States of America. They want to create their own little states. And um, wow, you know, I, really? the reason why we have the United States of America. I miss you, Angela. I do. <laughs> I miss serving with you. These are these are conversations I want to keep talking about and, and explore what you just said. I don't even understand it. So <laughs> no, you're great, Representative. Is uh, you're a good soul to yes. come on this radio show with us, to Wacko. So we appreciate your time and thank you. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Yeah, you both of you enjoy your evening as well. And um, Greg, um, I'll take you on that challenge. You call me, and I'll be I'll be ready to have that conversation. Deal, deal. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Representative. So good to talk to you. Thanks for calling in. You're a good sport. All right, that is State Representative Angela Romero. Did she say at the end that we want our own country, or we're just way yeah? Out there? I, 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 that's where I, I, that's where I was like, I, 
She, I know what she picked up on. We want our own planet. Oh, that's right. See, we she do. Was she was listening yeah, in. Yeah, we were talking Wait. about having our own planet someday. That's run right. Run by people like you and I. Not and like us. Us. It. Not like oh, us, us. Us. We run it. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna organize the whole thing. Supreme it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. That'd be interesting. All right. <laughs> More Wingman Wednesday when we come back here on the Rod Arquette Show and Wingman Wednesday with Citizen Greg Hughes on Talk Radio one hundred five nine KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. Music, yeah, music. You like this music? I do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Any '80s, anything in the '80s, yeah, we're, you're, you're, we're cooking with gas. You're an '80s guy. Uh, welcome back to Wingman Wednesday here on uh, Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you'll know Rod Arquette here, along with Citizen Greg Hughes. All right, now a couple of things. We want to get people's reaction to what Representative Angela Romero had to say. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, did she accuse us of being on another planet? We want our own country. We want she our. Said. We're, we're going to well, destroy the country. No, she said we want our. We want to break away into our own country. country. But I think what she's talking about is this: like, like everyone in California and around all these blue states are leaving to Texas yeah. and other yeah. places. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're. I think the Democrats don't like that. Yeah. That Did you are, see what they're doing in Oregon? No. They are eight votes away, apparently, with having enough votes to secede a large portion of that state, the eastern part of the state, over to Idaho. That is. That's, I mean, they are very, well, very close to doing this. Well, will Idaho take them? Yeah, I mean, Idaho will take them. <laughs> will they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they think Idaho is a conservative. Well, uh, I know that Oregonians would like to be Idaho, but would Idaho want them? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think Idaho, well, it would make Idaho one of the biggest states in the country. Wow, that's actually fascinating. Not population-wise, but, but land, size, land wow. yeah, they'd, they'd be big. Good for them. Yeah. Well, look, if you are in that in that uh, eastern part of Oregon, you are in your own state. That, well, you, can't, like, you can't get... There's the, the politics in st- that state do not reflect anyone in eastern uh, Idaho, or Oregon. And same thing with Washington. If you go on the other side of the Cascades and yeah. head east, it is a completely different state than what you get on the yeah. west side of the Cascades. Well, there's yeah. there's there's merit Nuts. for that. Yeah. I'll tell you. All right, shall we go to the phone? See what people are thinking this afternoon here on Wingman Smartest Wednesday. Smartest listening audience in all of America. Eight, eight, eight. I'm still waiting for the Jeopardy show where we can make this happen. Eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero or on your cell phone dial pound two fifty and say hey Rod to the phones we go and we talk with scott in north salt lake city tonight scott how are you welcome to wingman wednesday can you hear me i sure can go ahead okay so with the comments that she made i I don't even know where to begin (laughs) showering in the (laughs) kool-aid because it's not even a question of um Oh, I lost the word. I'm so so frustrated. Um, doctrine, I'm, or um, um, ideology. That's yes. the word. It's just pure truth. You cannot look at Joe Biden and tell me he is a strong leader. You can't do it. You you can't look at his career and do it. And you sure can't do it right now with the state of his mind and physical. That tells me that anything that she's saying, I, I'm, I'm I'm not listening. I had to turn them turn the channel. Oh, oh, oh no! It was a show well, killer. I, you should see some that. of the listeners' but, emojis. Were, are very, I, yeah. There's a, some emo, interesting emojis uh, in reaction. My problem in America is right now we don't need like you were talking about the CNN thing. You know, a down the center. We don't need down the center. We need truth and fiction. We need the truth. That's it. Just tell us the truth, and people will make good decisions. The problem is, is everybody is skewing it to whatever their point of view is. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I do it to my point of view, 
I'm a human, but when somebody tells me that Joe Biden is physically healthy and is a great <laughs> leader, I'm sh- I shut them off. I can't yeah. listen to another word they say because they are clearly, clearly pushing an agenda. And I would hope that I'm honest enough to say if President Trump was having those issues or another leader in the Republican Party, that I would have the uh, honesty to say, hey, that person needs to step down. And and we would. You know, actually. Like with, I actually uh, believe we would. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe we would, too, because it's so clear and it's it's so dangerous right now in the world that it is. It is so dangerous yeah. with with what is happening. It is scary. Scott, thank you. Very good. I love point, the call. I, think. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, 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 like you say, we got the smartest audience yeah. out there. Yeah. But you're right. Love if it. you can't see it, you're blind. That's right. I mean, come on. It's it's, it's it's day and night. You, it, it, you can't really deny it. But it's good to hear. This is why we should have yep. a good Democrat, yep. Yep. a friend on here to yep. kind of give the world as they see it, because. I think it shocks listeners. Yeah. All right, hear. let's go to Ogden and talk with Ryan tonight here on Wingman Wednesday. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm doing good. How are you doing? We're doing great. Yeah. Thank you. Your thoughts on this, Ryan? I am sitting here. I'm in my car. I listen to your program every evening. And you bring on this individual. And again, I have the greatest respect for you folks. There's no way in the world I could ever do what you're able to do and entertain and, and confront this. But why did you tolerate her to make those uh, comments and not confront her? Bipartisan? There is nothing bipartisan about this president. Everything that he passes is by executive order. I, yeah. Um, tripped over a sandbag. Has anybody even looked at the film? There's no. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Tip over. Yeah, I, I, I have a relative that I dealt with for five years. He has dementia. I sit there and look at him, and he, it, what he is doing is identical to the individual that I took care of for such a long time. Why didn't you call her on it? I, I love your question. I have the greatest respect for you. All right. All right. Did, did we, so, did we listen, fail I in did, not calling so her I will because say, Ryan thinks we did. I said, Representative Romero, uh, we're talking about Joe, Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, I don't President think she picked Dewey. up on what Joe yeah, was saying. I, I was trying to say, you know, the, per, the, the, <laughs> the person we're, we're speaking about, about um, <laughs> it's not really matching what you're just saying. I, I did try to say it in a humorous way. But yeah, yeah I, you know, he's right. But, you know, it's a public service announcement. I, I just want, I think that we have to not interrupt and let the, the let the that streaming consciousness just let it let it out there yeah. so that you know this is exactly how the left feels. Yeah. They feel he is bipartisan. He is making a big difference. He's done it his whole life. He's this done. Is, a, he's doing a great job. He saved America. If, if you know, he has stopped the threat to democracy. Which it, I hate that term, by the way. We yes. can get into that a little bit later. If he on, if he if stumbles, it's you know we're yeah, sometimes we're yeah, klutzy. Yeah, yeah. You should hear it. Yeah. We should. We why interrupt it? It's yeah, actually yeah. pretty good to know that that's what's going on. You understand where they're coming from. That's it. We, and, and, and so yeah, but I I did try to in a humorous way kind of challenge it a little bit, but failed. Uh, yeah, I, I the caller just called me out. I, yeah. I, I, I'm guilty. I'm sorry. All right, we'll get to more of your calls coming up. It is Wingman Wednesday with Citizen Hughes and Rod Arquette right here on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know.
All right, welcome back. Wingman Wednesday. Lines are open to you right now. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, is it fair to say we disappointed a few of our loyal listeners because we well, weren't look, tough enough on I, Angela I, Romero? I, I love the feedback um, that we didn't really challenge. That this, is, this, is, this is the needle we are threading. I have over time. I, if it would have been Brian King, I can mock him to the ends of the earth, and he has enough, but, you know, thick skin that he can just he can yeah. take it. But with Angela, I just I, I she's a good friend, a colleague. I I just would I just thought you know what I want to cover back on. I want people to hear. I want I want you to hear, folks, what yeah, the Democrats are yeah, thinking yeah. and saying out loud. Yeah, yeah. So I just let her go. Yeah, let I was her a go. little nicer yep. to her. I know. I admit it, but. I, don't, I want her to come back. Well, you have to. When she sits there and says he's the most effective president and he's done more and he's bipartisan, <laughs> you have to understand that's what Democrats think. You now, can't tell them any now, differently. Now, if we find out that every listener has to shut the radio off because they can't, it's like they can't hear it anymore, then we might have to reconsider this. Well, we only have 30 listeners. Yeah, that's true. So does that mean we're going to lose them all? Well, if we, we have her on. No, we, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, there's, it's, it's, it was good, though. Look. Um, we will continue to have Democrats on and depending yeah, on yeah. we should yeah, have, yeah. we want them to make their best case and then we can laugh about it after. <laughs> then we get That's together right as soon as we hang up and say, no, thank you so much. <laughs> then we just keep laughing and saying, really? Yeah. Yeah. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, back to the phones we go. Gerald is in Ogden tonight. Been waiting very patiently. Gerald, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday. I'm, I've got my pulse back, and I'm doing okay now. <laughs> so, i got to tell you guys, like, I really, really, like, I go back and forth to Salt Lake all the time traveling, and I really enjoy listening to you. So when that was happening earlier, I don't even know what to call that because I don't have the word, so let's call it that. I, I seriously thought to myself, I used to think, you know, it's really dangerous because there are some Democrats out there really spewing a lot of crap that makes no sense, <laughs> but they can't possibly believe it, right? Yeah, so but then they, they do I believe it, Joe. radio and I said, wait a minute. These people really believe that yeah. nonsense. And I said, for the love of all that is holy, please, could we have a commercial right now? Because I can't listen. i got to admit. I gotta admit, I turned the channel. Oh, oh no! One hundred two point seven. Oh no! Wait until I thought it was safe to return and return because I just, <laughs> I was gonna drive off the road and run somebody off the road. I just couldn't take it. Oh. So, so, Gerald, are you telling us that you didn't believe a word she said? I'm telling you that the only sandbag that was on that stage was Joe Biden. That fell over. There was no sandbag that he tripped on. And I don't think you need to ask him to step down. Just ask him to please stop falling down. <laughs> I, I would say, I, so now we have it, Rod. There's a trend going on. Everyone was flipping, just diving at the dial to get off of the this, this show because they couldn't take it. But here's, Gerald, this is what yeah. you've said that is important. The, the... And and thank you for calling. Thank you for your call. Yeah. Um, he's like, I thought it was a spin line. I thought it was what they said to save face. Turns out they really believe they it. They believe this. They believe it. They believe Folks, this. We wanted you to know this. You you watch two seconds of MSNBC or CNN now. Yeah. They honestly believe that he is strong. That yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, everybody falls occasionally. How often has it been, or how long has it been since you just fell down? Yeah, I don't fall. I don't fall. I don't fall. 
I don't. Stumble. I mean, th- think about that. <laughs> Seriously, I, I mean, don't. W- when you're when you're on the air, how often do you lose your train of thought? Mm. Well, with you, now well, me, I have to admit, sometimes <laughs> I do. Yeah, but shh, don't ask. But but that's what we're talking about. No, we it's, we it's bad. I, I wanted listeners to understand what the real core Democrats, and you would agree, yes. Representative Romero is one of those Democrats. Yes. They honestly believe he is the best American fit to be president of the United States. And she said, I was a Bernie bro. Or I she was a Bernie, Bernie bro. bro. I supported uh, Bernie Sanders, and he was my last choice, and now I'm, I'm I'm a convert. I love him. I think he's great. He's doing a great job. Okay. Uh, yeah, really? I, in my own defense, I do want to say I attempted a joke by saying, um, Representative flat. Romero, uh, we're talking about Joe Biden. Yeah. That's yeah. who we're talking about. I thought maybe that was kind of a, a nice retort, like yeah, a funny retort. Yeah, yeah. Didn't work. <laughs> really? Now, no one heard it because they already changed the channel by the time I got there. They're all there, changing channels. Yeah. We lost probably 30. It might be show killer stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Angela. I might have to tell her. Yeah, we See, can't and afford, I think we need to do that. afford to have I, 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 I think we need to put the Democrats on more frequently. Yeah. So people can understand where they're coming from. <laughs> Don't, don't don't start. This was your idea. I know way. it was. It's, was it sounds like it's, it's been gone bad. I it's just managed. <laughs> didn't go the way I thought. I thought this was like kind of like pulling back the curtain, showing yeah. the great and powerful laws, just as little dude levers that they don't know what they're doing. It was yeah. That was yeah. my my goal. Yeah, but but, but they got to If you didn't, it, don't turn your radio off, folks. See, this is a problem. I think people who switch channels or turn their radio off, listen to what they're having. What they're but saying, Rod, I kind of so sympathize you can from, understand they don't where to, they're coming from. They don't want to wreck. They don't want to crash. <laughs> they start to get lightheaded when they hear it. I, I kind of, I kind of see it now. Do you, you understand why they, why they turn the radio off or went to a different station? I do. They don't want to wreck. I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I do. You think Again, you got smartest it? listeners in all of the land. They're telling us we, we got to get up to speed on this. So yeah, I guess yeah. that was an experiment gone wrong. But see, it, 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 you know, we I played a on. Do I still have that? I was going to say this montage uh, on Monday of various liberal commentators mm-hmm. defending Joe Biden and not saying you know Fox is making a big deal out of him falling. Well, it's not that big of a deal. He tripped over a sandbag. Yes. Yeah, and I love what the caller said. There's, he's the only sandbag on that stage. Hundred percent true. I can't. I keep trying to zoom in every picture I can find to find this this notorious sandbag. I can't find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they may have had it on there to stabilize the teleprompter, which he needs. Yeah, but you don't have to like kick it. You don't have to. You know, you can step over it. I still don't think it's there. Can I tell you one thing that drives it drives me batty with Joe Biden? This fake jog or thing that he does when he's running to an airplane, the you know, yeah. uh, the, the the chopper, or you know, he's kind of showing, hey, I got energy. Or he comes on stage <laughs> and he'll do this little old man trot. Yeah, come yeah. on, Joe, you don't need to show it. The to one us. that gets me that is just is a, um, no joke, no joke. I mean that that one where yeah, I, it no, is a it's joke. A, a serious, a serious folks, no joke, no joke, serious, no joke, serious, no joke. I mean, I, he does that. That's like a nervous tick for him. Yeah, he goes there every time he runs out of something to say. But it's no joke. No, no joke. joke. No joke. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah. anyway. Really? All right, we've got a lot of calls coming in. We're going to oh, take good. a break and be good. back. And- Please hang on over the break over the break because yeah. we want to take these calls. You- they're, they're ready to fry us, by the way. That's all right. I'm ready for it. I ready? deserve it. <laughs> I know. We almost caused a lot of accidents, Rod. We got a lot of... 
apologies to, to, to proffer here. So 570 on your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, your calls, your comments coming up on Wingman Wednesday. All right, welcome back to uh, Wingman Wednesday with Rod Arquette. Citizen Greg Hughes. And we're taking your phone calls. We did an interview with State Representative Angela Romero. Very, very nice. And the smartest listening audience yep. in all the land uh, they nearly we, wrecked. They, they think we should have been tougher on her. Uh, yeah, they there's, there's they had to turn the they had to turn it off. They couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't want them to do that, did we? I, you know, I thought but they we, did come back. But you know, it's it's like See? this: when you're in a hole, why? I mean, or, you yeah. know, why let, why have them quit digging? Just let them keep going. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought and we were I, doing. I, I think she did. Uh, back to the phones <laughs> we go: eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero on your cell phone. Dial pound two fifty and say, "Hey, Rod, let's go to James in Orem tonight here on Wingman Wednesday." James, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm uh, starting to recover. <laughs> <laughs> Let you guys know that I didn't turn the station because I was waiting for one of you to call her on stuff. And I know these guys didn't that. You know what, James? Call back, James. You're really cutting in and out. But I think he was saying, from what I, I could hear. I couldn't hear him very well. He, 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 he stayed with us because he was hoping we'd challenge her. That's what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably was too light. I was probably too nice to Angela. She, like I said, I, yeah, I'm guilty as charged. I did try to make a joke, folks. I did. I tried to say, but you know, it's, it's true. Yeah, I, I could have, I could have, right. I could have pushed back a little harder on her. Let's go to Shelly in Brigham City, who wants to take us on. I, I think, Greg, Shelly, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday. I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing great, thank you. Go ahead. Great. I was just wondering. You mentioned that you give them a platform to talk on and you kind of let them dig their own hole. But I think if you were to ask them why they feel that he's the best president in the United States since whoever or why she thought that he brought us out of these dungeons and and everything, that I think the why would be more telling than them just spewing their talking points. And one last thing, go Steelers. Hey. Oh, wow. That's a wow. beautiful, that's a See? caller. Again, yeah. smartest, most in, intuitive yeah. callers and listeners to the show. Yeah. And she's right. I mean, we should have said, Angela, can you can you explain that? See, um, now, uh, now, what Shelly just did, right? She gave us a tortilla slap. And yes. then came back with "I love the Steelers," and which Shelly, you are just you're just so smart and so good. You are on the right track. Yeah. Thank you for your input. Yeah, yeah. she gave she gave us the tortilla slap. Have it, you done it, that? Which yet? we deserve. Have no. you tried that? What do you mean? Have I done that? I'm not doing that. You're. It looks hard. Like it hurts. <sighs> Big wuss. I, don't I thought you were a Steelers Shelly, fan. I'll tell you, Steelers are tough. They are. Yeah. And Shelly's but, but a great see, football she, fan. Yeah. Shelly Shelley knew how to how to uh, get on our good side she, after slapping us with a tortilla. Yeah. Well, she was right there, and then she <laughs> came back and said, yeah. so I don't feel yeah. bad, but yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to take responsibility for this. This was my fine idea. Poor Rod. He's just along for the ride. I'm just taking this whole thing down the drain with this. I, just, I thought this would be great. I thought this was a great experiment. Well, what I, do I know? I go back. Let let them dig themselves into a hole. But she's right. Listeners like, out there. I, I should have asked them right. find out questions. Why do you believe yeah, so, that Joe Biden is the best guy so to be president sure-footed, of the United footed And we're all klutzy. Tell me how sure-footed you really think he is. Yeah. yeah maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know. yeah. And why do you think he's bipartisan? Yeah, yeah, like, how did you get there? Where, where did that go? 
I know. I actually know the answer. Democrats think bipartisan means you agree with them. A Republican agree, agrees with Democrats, so that's the bipartisan part of what they want. Yeah. So if you find common ground, you're finding their ground. Their ground. That's common ground. And do you think he was bipartisan on the death ceiling? No, I do not. <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. No, he, no. he got his way. He got his way easily. Uh, look, they, they don't have a lot of numbers. They're not rolling around with a lot of strength over there in the House, and that you could see it. Yeah, you could see yeah. it in that in that vote. It was yeah. it was what it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I I think it was a good good uh, good summary. Is there anyone? I can't see the monitor. Do we have more people ready to pummel us? They all left. Okay, they were all disgusted. <laughs> they couldn't wait any longer. They, they, they went away. <laughs> <laughs> well. I um, uh, I apologize to our good uh, listeners uh, for yeah. putting you through that. Yeah. That, w- that was rough. That was rough, I know. But yeah. she's actually nice. I mean, but... <laughs> but she drinks the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, she, oh, she does. Does she ever, yeah. I mean, yeah. she drinks the Kool-Aid. Well, she, that's what they believe. And it's like I'm telling you, they actually believe it. One of the callers said, I thought it might have been a spin line. Turns out that sounded pretty heartfelt, that whole thing. Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was, actually. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we've got news coming up at the top of the hour. We'll go out and get lashed. Yes. 50 lashes. We got a line of people outside the station. We'd like to just take yeah, a swipe yeah, at us yeah. for what we did to yeah, them. Yeah, we'll, we'll let them do that. And then when we come back, I want to talk. I mean, there was this poll out the other day. <laughs> You're la- don't, don't laugh at why You keep on getting these text messages from Queen B turned it off. She turned off the whole Queen show. Queen B turned it off? She was so off? disgusted. Yeah, she just texted oh, me now. She's now. like, I turned it. Yeah. I couldn't listen. Yeah, we're, we're in trouble now. Uh, <laughs> poll out. Why? Does a third party not make it in America today? Why can't we have a third party? Yeah, well, I'm telling you, if, if the if the uniparty keeps running the way it is, if the establishment keeps trying to run things, we will have a we will have you a think third we party. Will? Sure, All yeah, right. we'll talk about that when we come back. It is Wingman Wednesday right here on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Yeah, I'm, I'm texting. I, I need to get Representative Romero back on the air ASAP. Well, we need to beat her up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going full blown now. Everyone's so, everyone's so bugged. I will take her out, folks. I don't, I do not sweat her, so you know. I am not afraid of her. I was trying to be nice, but no, this audience has no tolerance for that. Almost wrecked their cars. Tough when you're on the phone, aren't you, little fella? That's right, telephone tough guy. Why am I talking to you on the phone? See, I didn't want to be a telephone tough guy. Okay. Guy. All right, I welcome back. I'm calling her. I'll make her come back on this show. I get a re I'm gonna take a re I want that back. It, it, it's the third hour of Wingman Wednesday with Citizen Greg Hughes and Rod Arquette here on Utah's Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. Listen and you'll know big news today. Chris Stewart saying he's done September 15th. September 15th, yeah. It, you know, Chris Stewart's been a phenomenal uh, member of Congress, elected in 2012. Um, and has just been, he's on the appropriations committee. He's on the, uh, intelligence committee. He's just, he's a, he, a champion for the lands issues that we grapple yep, with federal yep. lands and, and, and yep. Utah. And look, he's got, I think it's been said in the, in the press that it's his wife's health. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. uh, so yeah. I don't think I'm yeah. saying anything out of school yeah. there, but that's, that's obviously the priority and it's, it's too bad that's happening, yeah. but he is as of September 15th. 
there uh, that yeah. seat will be vacant. You know, I had Jason Chaffetz on the show yesterday. Jason's got a brand okay. new book out called The Puppeteers, and he said you you won't find a finer person in Congress no. than someone like Chris Stewart. Yep, and yeah, I, agree. I agree. I mean, I've gotten to know Chris very well. I know. I know his siblings probably better, or at least one of his siblings yeah. better than I know Chris. Yes. But I've gotten to know Chris. We've had him on the show. I was back in Washington, and what was it, last fall? Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, Rod, well, you know, we were coming back on the same day, but I had all day. He said, why don't you just come join me? And we, he took a, a group of folks out to Antietam, and we caught the airplane, flew back in the same plane. I got to know Chris very well. Great, great guy. He really is. He really is, and we've been lucky to have him as, a, as our representative. And so... Folks, I want you to imagine that I, if the state house, we have 75 house members, okay? And when I was there, we had a supermajority of like 63 of the 75 are Republican. Yeah, yeah. I cannot imagine having only five What is it? Republicans. Is it five? Is it there- is five Republicans more than Democrats in the U.S. House right wow, now. Wow. And if you lose one and you're down to four, you have a margin of error of three. That means every single Republican in the House has to vote, ex- has to agree yeah. on everything, anything you want to do or – the Democrats can, can stop it. Run the show. Yeah. Because yeah. the Democrats, they have their short five, right? Yep. So all they have to do is go find five out of all those wishy-washy Republicans, Republicans. wishy washy, yep. some squishes yep. out there to go run this place. And they can, you know, they're better yeah. at those numbers than we are. I'm telling you. Going from five to four, we the, the vacancy is it's it's it could be razor couple, thin. What? It could be a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's we'll all see kinds what of happens. Being there's, tossed around. We there's don't been know a tweet yet. out from Ben yeah. Winslow, Channel Thirteen, says that there he's saying uh, a early a September primary and a, a mid November before general, Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, that's what he's reporting. I, I have not. I I truly don't know. Yeah. I, have, I can. I don't. I don't the know September if that's primary true makes sense. The question is, do they? Because municipal elections are what November seventh, yes, yeah. So do they couple it with the municipal elections, or do you have a separate election? I, I vote for a separate election. Well, That's I would my think opinion. I would think that they could be separate, but I but I think they may. I I think for purposes of logistics, they may try to combine these municipal races with those congressional that the third district congressional race, which you know it'll have its commentary, but. Look, the, the the key here is this, and we went through this in seventeen with Jason Chaffetz when he left the seat in midterm. We didn't yeah, have a right statute. In the of us, things, we yeah. were. Yeah. You have to fill this seat immediately for a couple of reasons. One, the the majority you have in the U.S. Congress, and every every vote counts, especially with this current uh, yeah. slim majority. Yeah. And then you have Utah only has four to be without one of those four. Let me tell you something. Pennsylvania has like twenty something. Okay. They don't mess around. They don't do signature gathering and primaries. They have their party apparatus put forward a Republican uh, candidate, and the Democrat Party does the same thing, and they have a general election fast. I mean, faster than what we're talking about. And that's for a state that has way a lot more members of Congress than we do. So you have to get that filled. You have to be represented out there. Um, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Okay. How many, how many people are in the same? I mean, all the four congressional districts have basically the same amount of people in each district. Is that yes, right? That's is right. Is that how the? That's, is that yep, how they? They're equally they, proportioned. Yeah. They work it out. And the second district, which Chris is leaving, mostly Southern Utah. So it's it yeah it's Southern it's Washington County Iron County then it goes up the east side. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It goes up the west side of, of the state of Utah. So it's it goes up Tooele? Beaver. Yeah, Twila goes Beaver, up there. Delta. So there's 14 counties it covers. So Kane County uh, it, and uh, in, in Washington County, then it heads north, and then it goes up to Twila, and then it has a portion of Salt Lake County and a portion of Davis County in it. In the last it primary— It was changed slightly. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, the redistricting changed it. The redistricting it. changed it a little bit. The, 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 the off, so get this. Of the votes that voted in the last uh, uh, primary election, 58% of the votes in the, pri- in the primary for uh, the second congressional district were from off the Wasatch Front. 42% What's in that that's Salt Lake right? County and Davis County. So you have a pretty rural district there. Yeah. 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 That'll be interesting. So we'll get a primary, like uh, what was Ben reporting? September? Yeah, he said September. So I, and I think that'll, if, I bet you that's an early September date. If they're Good thinking, day. if they're thinking of a mid November, they, I, I think they're going to give some time between. What if they push it to December? Egg, you're into Christmas. You're just, well, we're just delaying. We're delaying yeah. the uh, filling it. We're yeah. delaying our, our representation in the state. You're delaying the, yeah. I mean, they have, they're down to four instead of five. And I'm, I'm telling you, Speaker McCarthy and, you know, the, 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 they are feeling that. Do, they are feeling do, that. Do, do you get a sense that the National Republican Party is putting pressure on the Utah Republican Party or in Utah in general? Get this done and yes. get it done now. I think if you were to call any member of the House or any member of our Utah delegation right now, they would tell you in a blink, they need. we need this as fast as possible. Um, the NRCC and Speaker McCarthy's office, I'm not sure if they've reached out. They should have. I, I would think they would. Yeah, I would but I know that have. I do know that the members of the delegation have said that they need this done Quickly. You, you can't wait. Yeah. You got to get this going, yeah. and now, it's it is important. Can they? Tru- I mean, typically you're looking at ninety days, aren't you? Can they truncate that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, could they make it sixty? Could they make mm-hmm. it forty five? I mean, I don't. I, mean, I don't even the, think it's ninety it, days. It's up to the legislature. Yeah. Now, with with Chris submitting his letter, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Cox could call a special session tomorrow. Yeah, could, I mean, he could call one tonight. Yes, he can. He has he has six days or something to call it, and he'll. But call why is he waiting? So I think next week is their traditional interim day. So all the lawmakers have already scheduled to come into the Capitol next Wednesday can for you interim. Wait that long? Yeah, I think statutorily he can. Can, yeah. he, can yeah. he? He can wait. So they all come in next Wednesday. They can Do have a special session. Do they have to session. appropriate money for this? Yes, they will. Even if it's combined with the municipal elections. Yeah, it, it has some extra layers to it, some extra expense. They'll, 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 they'll yeah, be but we've a, got appropriate. Money. I mean, we're, we're filthy rich in this state. <laughs> so we got a lot of money. We got a yeah. lot of money. Now, look. I, this isn't where you want to skimp. I'm telling you right now, you want to get this election going. This is the thing that I think is funny. Some people want, like I said, some states don't even have the, the, a, a primary. They will have their central committee of each party kind of proffer names. And there are states that don't even have conventions as a not, as an election cycle. But when you get to the filling of a vacancy, they're just hustling and this is how they do it. Yeah. So we are just inherently picking a longer, Longer cycle and a, and a you know signature gathering pri- a convention and a primary just to get to that general. We're doing that longer than a lot of states do that. If these clerks or someone says, well, well, because we vote by mail, we just can't manage it. Yeah. Then my if I were Speaker of the House, I'd say then we're just going to have the the conventions pick the nominee, yeah. and you don't have to worry about it, clerks. Yeah. So, we're, so we're done here. So uh, I want to make sure I understand this. You you have more insight on this than I do. Will the Republican and Democratic parties have to have conventions? Yes. They will. Yes. But you could also get on the ballot through write-in. 
You, I'm hearing that there will be a signature gathering process. So that would be allowed as well. Yes. So there will be a. Each party will have a a convention, and they will come up with a nominee. Likely, it's either traditionally it's the if you don't get sixty percent, then the top two go. Yeah. But I think the last time I think it was winner take all. Uh, the last vacancy. So you're, I think it's a winner-take-all prospect for the Democrat convention, the Republican convention, but then they allow for the signature gathering uh, for so many days. And so there will be – inevitably, there will be some candidates that, that go that yeah, route. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so then you you would have a primary. Yeah. And then you'll have a primary uh, you know, that will be shortly after that in September. And look, let's just be honest, folks. It's, it is a Republican district. Yeah. Okay, so that primary will be the election mm-hmm. uh, by all means. Now I have heard McMuffin is looking at this. Yeah. He's looking at this seat. He's thinking, hey, maybe yeah, I maybe maybe, it, maybe it's my comeback. I think he burned himself. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So if he is, then that general will actually get some extra eyes where to would it. The, where would the conventions be held? That's yeah. another question. That is one for our party chair, Rob Axon. We should ask him that. Yeah, he, he he would have to decide where it's going to be held. Yes, he would. And and if you look at the way the district made up. You could argue that it should be south. It should, should be, be Cedar City, yeah. St. George, something yeah, like somewhere that. Somewhere there, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, the the habit have for delegates has been that they travel north to the state conventions. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's a there's an understanding of how to do that. Um, how many delegates are in the second district? I think each. I think each congressional district has about a thousand. Thousand. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that'd be about right because usually there are about four thousand at the state convention. Yeah. Yep. yeah be That's interesting. Right. All right. So, when we come back, we'll talk about what the important questions that we need to ask the twenty twenty four presidential candidates. What are the important questions that need to be asked? We'll get into that coming up right here on the Rod Arquette Show, Wingman Wednesday on Utah's Talk Radio one hundred five nine KNRS. All right, welcome back. Wingman Wednesday on this Wednesday. Can you believe it's already June 7th? It's going fast. It really is. The older I get, the faster it goes. You know what, though? I don't think the weather... I mean, the weather's okay, I guess, but I like What's warmer weather. What's going on with the weather? I just... I'm done with this. I mean, I, lo- I just long for the days of drought. Like, that's all I... I just... I want to go back to hot, hot, hot. I want... I want just hot. I don't want any floods. I don't want... I don't want water in my basement. I just no. want... I just want... I want drought yep yep i have golfed one time this year i've golfed twice no yeah i think it's only twice i know you took your daughter one day yeah and i took i we all went out uh this weekend yeah yeah Yeah. i took my son you know what we're playing right now Uh are you supposed to tell the listeners yes that we can tell them if they're caller number five right now they'll win a pair of tickets to see the dudes in concert (laughs) this sunday at the maverick center Caller number five. What's the number? <laughs> you cannot call. I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. What is it? 888 570 You know if D-Ray answers, you know what he'll tell you. <laughs> Don't you bet. You better not. <laughs> He's calling in, D-Ray, just by the way. Uh, pay no attention to this, man. All right, shall we get serious here and talk about the election? I'm on the other yeah, line. Yeah, I know you are. All right, welcome back. Uh, all right. 2024 is coming up, presidential election. I saw this article today written by our next guest. His name is Ben Weingarten. You're, you're just playing that right now. And, he won't and, answer. Yeah, well, I don't blame him. He should. Right, you fine. can't win, by the way. Uh, the most important questions for the 2024 GOP candidates. Yes. And I think the most important question, I'm not going to explain it because we're going to introduce Ben Weingarten. Ben is a senior contributor at The Federalist. He's the editor as well at Real Clear Investigations. Ben, how are you? Welcome to Wingman Wednesday. Great to have you on the show, Ben. 
I'm well, and thanks for having me. All yeah. right. Ben, let's talk about some of the important questions. Maybe the most important question that you think the 2024 presidential candidates should answer when it comes to the GOP side of the aisle. What should they what should they be asked? Sure. Well, you know, look, we've seen lots of debates around a whole slew of substantive issues that certainly matter, of course, going into this primary season. But there's one overarching question that I think any candidate has to grapple with who is serious about being the president of the United States. And that is how you are going to win a general election under a system that in myriad ways tilts wildly to the advantage of Democrats and which Democrats have essentially crafted, manipulated and perfected strategy and tactics for such that we've seen them win two different elections, 2020 and 2022, at least if you measure 2022 by the purported red wave that was supposed to happen and the unbelievably favorable political conditions across the country that existed. And yet Republicans still barely squeaked out just a majority in the House. We live now under a system that is radically different than that prevailed in this country for multiple centuries. And so a Republican has to answer the question, why do you expect to win in 2024? And how are you going to win under a system that is so tilted against you? You know, it's it's it's, That's it's a great sobering. Question, by the way. Great yes, question. Ben. It's and it's sobering to hear you describe it because it is absolutely the case. I feel like in these statewide races, um, you're finding these large metropolitan counties that can actually override the collective will of every other county in that state. Um, and so, I, I guess my question for you is: Do you think that the Republicans uh, or or these candidates could actually start voter harvesting or start emulating what the Democrats have perfected? to win this race or do they have to change these rules? Well, I think it, it, it has to be in all of the above, unfortunately. So what I argue in this piece is the only way to change a rotten system and dismantle it is going to be to win under it. Now that said in any possible locale where you can push for what the traditional system was of a singular election day in person with identification on paper ballots, to the extent you can push as close as that as possible, that's obviously the ideal. To the extent that you can try to impose rules that allow end-to-end election integrity to mitigate the potential for fraud and or unethical but legal actions like ballot harvesting and mass, you have to do so. But that said, the reality is that there were states and there were state executives that ignored the laws and rules on the books. And essentially, by dictate, you had executives rewriting law in 2020. So there's no guarantee, even if you change the laws and get the rules and the regulations right, that they're actually going to be enforced. So what this requires is a comprehensive state by state and precinct by precinct strategy to use every available means to get every possible advantage that you can. And, of course, we know that there are really only a handful of counties at the end of the day in the country that, that really probably matter. make yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's how Republicans have to operate, strategically, shrewdly, and strongly and aggressively. So this, this piece in the Federalist, Ben, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. It's actually kind of depressing, if I want to be <laughs> honest about it. It's just kind of sad. But let me ask you this question. Florida is not a small state. They truly did have almost all of their ballots counted and reported on election night. Unlike here in the state of Utah, we will spend two to three weeks counting, waiting for ballots to arrive in the mail, counting it. The, the 
you know, it, it is a prolonged process in mailing them out, receiving them, waiting to count for it. Election day has turned into six weeks in our state. But in, in, in Florida, they are, they have all their, they're reporting that night. What is, what is Florida doing? Uh, that's right about in these elections that other states are missing. Yeah, Florida obviously provides a great model for actually having safe and secure elections with, by the way, real fraud enforcement on the ground, which further instills confidence in that system. And to your point, you get the results the night of. And I think we have to ask a couple very basic questions, and this goes to every state in the country. First of all, we live in the most technically advanced civilization in the history of mankind, and you're telling me that for decades we could get the votes the night of and not have rolling election days and not know the final results for weeks and then sometimes see screw-ups in those counts? It's unfathomable. It's, it's literally not believable. And so then you have to ask the question, who benefits from a system like this? And, and that's not a rhetorical question. It under even if the system is impeccable, it undermines integrity and the confidence that the American people have in it. And for those who talk about we have to defend our democracy, well, that starts with actually having a vote that you can trust, <laughs> that's open, that's transparent, and where you get the results the night of, or at very worst case, maybe the next morning. This does not instill confidence in the system. And those of those who claim you're a conspiracy theorist if you're on the other side of it. Well, the onus has to be on them to explain why it is that the way we voted for decades is now gone, and you see these irregularities that we never saw before. And you're not a conspiracy theorist for asking those questions. You're actually a patriotic American who's using your brand. Ben, let me ask you this. Has the planning begun yet for this? I mean, you know, we're in June of 23. We've got November of 24 coming up. Has the planning either on the party side or the candidate side even started yet? And if it hasn't, why not? Yeah, well, I, you know, I cite in this article a couple comments, and there have been some more substantive ones, namely from Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, talking about the fact that, you know, we're going to engage in all of the above strategy. We're going to engage in ballot harvesting. We have to beat the Democrats at their own game, et cetera, et cetera. However, the, the challenge that's built into this is, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whatever Republicans figure out in the way of competing using the same tactics that Democrats have, you have to assume Democrats are already far beyond that. And so this is kind of a defensive and reactive kind of position to be in. There are conservative activists who are out there. They engaged in much more aggressive poll observing and challenging last time around. There was a more aggressive lawfare operation that the RNC did back last time around. But you can't be litigating about these elections after the votes have already been passed. <laughs> yeah, that we've seen that. It doesn't so work. It has to be. So, uh, you know, one of the reasons I wrote this article was to raise the alarm for both the party and for the candidates to say, you better start com de devising this comprehensive plan right now because you have to expect that the other side is perpetually engaging in this planning. And with all the advantages that, that they have, even if they aren't, you're still behind the eight ball to begin. So I'm, I'm not confident 
that the party is necessarily there. I have a little more confidence that the candidates understand what's at play, but you have to expect that the entire decision sink plus is going to be thrown at you if you are a serious Republican challenger, just based upon what has happened the last two cycles. Ben, great article, great information. Thanks for joining us and enjoy so the rest good. of the evening. So Thank good. you, Ben. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right. On our Any Hour Newsmaker line, that's Ben Weingarten. He is the editor at Real Clear Investigations, and he is absolutely right. He, he is spot on with this. How will you win the general election under the present voting system? Yeah. And if you haven't got a plan to address that question, we're SOL. I, I, folks, I'm going to tell you, and I have no question about the county clerks in this in this state. I'm not, I'm not criticizing a single one, but I will tell you this. You better have a system in place that contemplates that some county clerk would want to manipulate. Yeah. You better have a system strong enough to protect against it. And our chain of custody for ballots, when you mail them out and you wait and you get them back and it takes so long to count, the chain of custody is, is not as it used to be. Yeah. I'll just say that. All right. More coming up on Wingman Wednesday right here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. All right, that song, E-Ray just told us, it's Van Halen, and this gets his juices flowing. Absolutely. Well, look, yeah. man, you, I, he's in I there, love he, Van Halen. He's in there headbanging, man. Look at his hair flying around. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, that was a low blow. That was a low blow. All right. Do I have to kill you? What if I was just to kick the ever-loving out of you? <laughs> there you go. All right, now, we, we were talking during the break, uh, or at the top of the hour, of course, about the special election for Chris Stewart, and it's now official, right? It's official. You, uh, yep, I got, yeah. I got. All right, it's the hot governor, off the press. The, I got, a, I got yeah. people, right? <laughs> you got, you got connections, baby. I, I am but telling you, it, I, I just it, it's out. out. Uh, the governor has issued a proclamation. What are we looking at? So the the official proclamation is this: the governor, the special election, or the special. Uh, Session? Yes, the special session. Uh, hold on. Now you lost. So I'm, I'm unprepared. I'm unprepared. Yeah. I'll just say, I'll just okay. preface it. Okay. September 5th, it will be the uh, special election primary. Primary, yeah. And then it'll be November 21st will be the general election. So that is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Correct. Well, I don't know when Thanksgiving is. You tell me. It's I, the 20, 24th. Okay. Well, then it's before. The, so, you know. <laughs> Have a little election. Have a little turkey. Have a little you know, turkey. You know, it's, it's a holiday week. You have the week off. You get so, the... So the question would be, does the party then have a convention, and how far out would they have the convention? <laughs> now, that's know. a Rob Axon question, that is right? A, that is a but party chair question. If it's September 5th, okay, 30 days out, August 5th, do you have it in July? I think you have to. Look, I think this thing's going to go fast. And this way, you know how hot it gets around here in July. I know. I know. Listen, look, we talked about this before the the last break. This has to, this, there is a sense of urgency here. You cannot, we are missing 25% of our representation after September 15th, which we will not have a member of Congress, the uh, the fourth member. Their, or what, their, six, seven weeks? Yeah, their their majority goes from five to four. When you're down to one hand and counting your majority, and yeah. you lose one, yeah, that that is getting that is getting harder and harder. the The Republicans' success in the House goes down to a margin of error of three instead wow. of four. And wow. look, that's those are 
So it is not something that we should be it, – it needs to be this aggressive. It needs to be this quick. Look, I'll tell you this. A lot of states, I, we said this too, they don't even mess around with primaries at this point. They get their party apparatus to present a nominee, yeah. and they go straight to general elections. Yeah. Yeah. So we're – a little bit, we're a little bit longer even then. So I don't have any problem with a September, Tuesday, September 5th, 2023, uh, special election primary. And then a, uh, and then the, uh, and oh, by the way, it, it says here that they'll be uh, changing the, uh, municipal, so the municipal primary election, election would be August 15th is going to be moved to September 5th as well. So the municipal elections, this is interesting. Well, for would the people. municipal elections then go to November 23rd or November 21st as well? Yes. That's what it's looking like. It That's looks like the we're just they will change. This, this issue, yeah, this just, is coming real life. So release, the so. proclamation, as I'm reading it, the municipal general elections that were were scheduled for November seventh uh, would be moved to the twenty first of November. Okay. So that will impact. Not this isn't just a special election for the congressional vacancy. That will impact the the municipal elections. I think statewide. That's it's a statewide. Uh, well, they'd decision. have to be. It'd have to yeah. be statewide. Now you brought up another point as we were talking about this during the break. The party switching. Yes, this there this was is one thing yeah. lawmakers are going to have to deal with this, right? It looks like they are wisely. They are going to deal with this. Now, this was a big problem in 2020 when we saw imagine when the, uh, Debacus was out there saying, hey, I all know. you Democrats go yeah, to the I Republican called him. Did he, he, didn't, he didn't just say go. Hey, Democrats all vote for Republicans. He said, <laughs> go vote. Now. if you don't switch and become a Republican, we're going to wake up with a governor Hughes like we woke up with a, a President Trump. <laughs> And I called Jim DeBacchus and said, you know, I can hear you when you say that, right? Yeah, you know, I can yeah. hear that's rude. Yeah. It's just rude what yeah. you're saying. But what we saw when Mitt Romney ran in 2018 for the primary in the state of Utah, the, the Republican primary, it was a record turnout of 318,000 voters mm -hmm. who are registered Republicans. We don't have an open primary. We have registered Republicans in the 2020 Republican primary with Jim DeBacchus and all the Democrats telling Everyone to switch. It was over 500,000 voters, Rod. Wow. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so they're probably all switched already. Yeah. I don't even know if there's anyone left to switch, but they are wisely looking at party switching for the for this election cycle and keeping that from happening. Yeah. Um, that'll but be... They don't have to do that with a new law. Correct. That right? would be in the special session you know that they're that, calling. Have you heard? Is that in the works? Are they thinking about that? Or it's they on the call. Really? I think it's on the call. So that it is a bill that is on the call. And if it's on the call, typically, if I remember, they have the they have support from their caucuses yeah. before they put it on the yeah. call. Yeah. So yeah, all right, all right, interesting. So the dates: September fifth, November twenty first. Yep, and that is going to, ladies and gentlemen, that will impact the. What was then the municipal August municipal elections. primary yep. will now be in September, and the November 7th general election, municipal general elections will be now November, November 21st. 21st. All right, that's the latest. All right, some final thoughts when we come back right here on Wingman Wednesday in Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you'll know. <laughs> All right, final segment of the uh, Rod Arquette Show. There was so much we wanted to talk about today. We haven't scratched the surface on any of this. No, we have not. No, there's been, there has been a lot to talk about. And, hey, you know, can I make one point real quick? I mean, we've been talking about all these things. And, you know, when you talked about the media and it, there's no possibility that there's some, like, you know, down the middle, we're going to give both sides yeah, kind of media yeah, outlet yeah, anymore. Yeah. That, those days are gone. 
But I would point out this. You have Tucker Carlson on one side who did his Twitter show yesterday. Ten minutes. No, yeah. no. Well, how many people? Five, more than yeah. 40 million? How many people I, watched I it? heard 13 million. 13 million in, in like 90 yeah, seconds. Yeah. So anyway, amazingly big. His show used to get like 3 million a night. It's so big, big demand. But you have him talking about things that, that, the, that Fox, I guess, doesn't want him to talk about, whether it's the war in Ukraine, whether it's big pharma, yeah. uh, the, the border. Uh, then you have RFK. Junior, you have Robert Kennedy Jr. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about Ukraine. He's talking about big pharma, and he's talking about uh, the border. Okay, he's just Robert Kennedy was just down at the border yesterday, showing what's absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I, it's almost the case that the 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 right and the left, or the Tucker Carlson and Robert F. Kennedy, are common sense talking to the American people about what's happening. Yeah, and I mean that's and so. Maybe there is a way yeah. to talk about that if you've got actual people from different parties telling the American people what the regime media won't talk about. Yeah. Are you ready for more breaking news? What's this? Just coming across. You ready okay. for this? Okay. All right. Federal prosecutors have told Donald Trump that he was a target of the classified documents inquiry, the clearest sign yet that he could face charges. Man, do you think they would be so bold as to try and arrest this man? They're going to try. President? They're going to try and arrest gonna, him. I, I, I would think. It's disgusting if they do I mean, it. This, it's, this, it's, this is where it's headed. I mean, I don't know how much they want to put the American people through, but this is this is so over the top. There has never been, uh, as I understand, listening to or reading some of this news, is there's never been a, a complaint or an action filed like this with a president that never, leaves office never. with and what they, documents. And, and they've all done it. Yes, and it's it's yeah, that, maybe that, it's a systemic problem, but it's certainly not a Donald Trump problem. Go back to Reagan. Reagan even did it. Yeah, it's, they're, it's they're, they it are out to absolute, get this guy, and they have no shame. Yeah. They, again, they are just. It's like with our kids. They they have no boundary. They, there's no boundary. There's yeah. no there's no there's no neutral ground anymore yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's just that's that's too bad to hear. Well, that's why that that's breaking news coming out of the New York Times tonight. Yeah, and they're such a credible news. Source, I know, you know, you know that's and by the way, America, you're or Utah, you're supposed to think that's the top news. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. else going on in yeah. your life. There's no yeah. inflation, gas costs, gas prices, uh, food chain problems. Nothing, nothing else going on. Just Donald Trump. That's it. Yeah. One that's other thing bad. we were going to talk about that yeah. we didn't get to today, and yes. I, we can talk about this briefly. This poll out showing that if Donald Trump and Joe Biden are the candidates again in 2024? Nearly half half the voters would consider a third party candidate. You know, I, yeah. and my question is, why can a third party in this country? Why can't it gain traction? Yeah, you know, the only been, time it did was Ross Perot back yeah, in what? And all 92. that did is get Clinton in yeah, office. Yeah, I mean, that got him in office. That Bill the, Clinton the got less votes than Michael Dukakis and won that seat because <laughs> yeah, of Ross Perot. I know it. Uh, you can tell him over that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what? I actually don't think that, that Donald – I'm going to be biased, sure, I guess. But it's not that – Donald Trump won't be the problem about the creation of a third party if he's a candidate. The problem is if common sense, everyday Americans cannot hear what what Ron DeSantis is saying, what, what Donald Trump's saying, what, what Tucker Carlson's saying, what Robert F. Kennedy's saying, if all of those voices are somehow Finance. stymied, arrested yep. by the feds and 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 banned, RFK can't have a campaign. He's not allowed to have a debate with, with Biden. If that happens, I think that's where you may see everyday Americans look for a party that wants to represent yeah. everyday people. Yeah. I mean, I it, we might be in that moment where you could see uh, something like that happen. Because yeah. yeah. There were, when Peggy Noonan, to your point earlier in the show, uh, says if Donald Trump's re- elected, it's going to ruin the party. Well, that party 
is needs to be changed. Yes, it or, needs to be yeah. changed. It's it not representing everyday up. people, yeah. or at least a, a portion yeah. of it's not. Yeah. And, so. and and the problem, and I've gone back to this, and I think you would agree with me on this, Greg. When Donald Trump was elected president, he chose a lot of his people from the swamp, from inside yes. Washington, and that burned him. Almost every one of those people, Greg, have turned on him since then. So the biggest and most that was easy, his biggest mistake. Yes, and the and probably the the easiest criticism, and I've actually voiced this criticism about Donald Trump, are some of the people that he's appointed have driven me crazy. They've been terrible. Yeah. Well, guess what? He gets in there. He has no idea the depth of that swamp. He has no idea that the people there that are supposed to, yes, Mr. President, are there are there to undermine him. Yeah. And so he's taking these recommendations yeah. from people, and they were disasters. Yeah. They were absolute disasters. It was a. That's why if he were elected, he's been there, done that. He's I, I was going to say, do you think he's learned anything? Oh, I, I, I would think he has. And if he is elected in 2024, it's going to be very interesting to see what he does to Washington when he takes do over. Do you remember when James Comey was bragging that he got to walk right into the West yeah, Wing and, yeah. he, and that the other yeah. presidents would never let him just walk in like he was? And he was yeah. going to go and he sat down, uh, Flynn. Yeah. And uh, and and the, his 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 uh, administration wasn't organized enough, and how funny he thought that was. Uh-huh. Yeah, that won't happen twice. Okay? <laughs> he's not going to do that again. No, There's no, no one that's going to. He will know he's under siege immediately. I mean, he's he's under it now. But yeah. he it'll be a very different environment. Well, if he's able to make it, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, this who is, knows what's going to happen? Boy, there's so many interesting things coming up in the next. Or eighteen months. We got a lot to do in eighteen months. I know. We just got this proclamation from the governor that we got. Wow. We got an election going they're, they're, real quick. All kinds of things yeah. going on. All right. Well, hey, uh, great to have you here. It's fun to be back together again. Wingman Wednesday. Wingman Wednesday. Saving Utah. Saving America. Saving the world. All right. Head up, shoulders back. May God bless you and your family. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of the Rod Arkin Show. Talk to you at four. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.